morning. Welcome to Three Minutes on Markets and Money. Let's run through some markets this morning since it's Wednesday. S&P expected to open up a little bit this morning, continuing this buy signal that we've got here. Uh, the S&P is now rallied off the 50-day moving average, touched that twice, likely going to start to try to retest all-time highs here over the next day or so. Again, moving quickly through this signal. So uh, again, over the next couple of weeks, likely we're going to see the signal kind of run its course. That's going to potentially set us up for a little bit deeper sell-off sometime this uh, summer. Five that that five to ten percent correction, very likely here. Uh, but going through again, looking at the S and P, we've got the MACD signal starting to turn positive here. The money flow signal is positive. That does suggest some upward bias here to the S and P in the short term. Taking a look at the Qs, we've talked about that here recently as well. Qs have been outperforming the S&P up to this point. Uh, that signal now about two-thirds of the way through. MACD firmly entrenched here as well in a buy signal, suggesting there's still some upside here, but we're starting to run out of time here. So the NASDAQ likely to start to approach all-time highs as well here over the next week or so. That's going to be about the level that we want to start taking some profits out of those trades. We have bought some, uh, some of the Qs back here at these lower levels, so we'll be clearing those positions out on our index trades. But moving into some other markets, this is where it starts to get interesting. Since the beginning of this year, and we talked about this back in February, we talked about rotating out of small caps and into some of the larger cap names. Small caps have really not gone much of anywhere, and that continues continues to really kind of be this this kind of overall drag you know this expectation of the reopening recovery that was all priced in very much at the end of last year really since the beginning of this year not a whole lot of gain here we see the same thing when we start talking about the emerging markets as well. Again, not a lot of activity. After we had this big run-up in the emerging markets on this expectation of a global reopening, that has really tailored off a lot here. And importantly, these countries are very dependent upon exports. And what this is suggesting is that the economic recovery boom that we're seeing is likely going to start slowing down over the course of the next few months. And that's going to coincide with this kind of peak in stimulus and really this monetary input uh, particularly in China. Their credit expansion is beginning to slow down. Their consumption of commodities has been a big boost to a lot of these emerging market countries prior to this. That's going to start to wane later this year. So we're going to start to see more deflationary pressures across commodities as well as markets. And that's going to particularly impact emerging markets. So again, watch this very carefully. This is probably not the place you want to be here for at least a little while. Lastly, taking a look at bonds. One of the things that we keep getting here on bonds is this kind of this conflicting signal. Everybody talking about these big inflationary pressures, surging economic growth. Bonds have actually been ticking up here. Now that means that yields are falling. And the, the important part about that is, is that yields peaked here about a month or so ago, really suggesting that economic growth is now going to peak. And we're going to start to see weaker economic growth as we move into the rest of this year and into next year. That's also going to coincide with weaker earnings growth as well, uh, suggesting here that yields may start to, to fall here. So again, we added some longer duration bonds to our portfolio recently. We're going to continue to kind of build on that position, particularly now that we're beginning to break important levels of support. That opens up a lot of potential downside here in rates, suggesting higher bond prices. I'm your host, Lance Roberts, for three minutes on markets and money. See you tomorrow.